Hello, this is Angelito with Sit Down Rewind. I understand. It's been a while. I'm sorry. I really do genuinely apologize to you guys. Man, October came around and me and Paula were doing everything possible that had a Halloween event. We did it, man. Haunted houses. We did Horror Nights. We did everything, dude. And I will get you that recap video for October. It's a lot of editing, bro. It's a lot of fucking editing. Not only that, I had my, my you know, my job gets busy during that time of the year. You know, remember, guys, I have a nine to five. OK, I have a job. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's the, you know, that's how it goes, man, until this takes off. And maybe one day, you know, I'll look back at this video and when, when this is my full time job and I'll be proud of myself and I know I will. But for now, got to do the nine to five during the day, during the night, going with the sit down, rewind. So, you know, during that time of the year, you know, work gets busy. Long story short, was going through some other personal shit. And not only that, I wasn't going to make videos that weren't the best quality. Okay, the last videos that I did, you know, like I do appreciate the, the love that you guys supported me with. But, you know, it just wasn't the best quality and I wasn't going to do that to you guys. So now we're back at back at the headquarters, back at sit down, rewind headquarters. As you can see, there's some new items and stuff. We'll get to that later. I got a review for you guys. Okay, and we're going to go down memory lane. Let me take a little bit of sip of what I'm drinking here, which is coquito for you white people that you don't know, uh, figure it the fuck out. Okay, no me importa tres carajo. Este, tú sabes, estoy tomando coquito, like DJ Khaled says, el fucking idiota ese. I don't know how the hell he has so much money. I do not know how much money DJ Khaled has, and I don't know how the hell he got there. I guess big ups to him, right? So fuck it. Me quiere poquito, coquito. Coquito, coquito. Anyway. So let's go down memory lane, guys. Okay. It's 2007. I'm hella young. Obviously, I don't have a car. I don't, you know, I don't have a job or anything like that. So, you know, going to places, you got to hitch a ride with friends. You got to ask family, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know the fucking, you know the drill, right? When you're super young. So, you know, 2007 comes around and I hear that fucking Quentin Tarantino and Rodriguez, they're making a fucking double feature called Grindhouse. I lose my shit, bro, because I love both these directors, right? And it's a double feature. It's, it's going to be fucking back to back. It's going to be awesome. So I do everything in my power to get to that movie <laughs> during that time. So, you know, I asked my, my, my mom and she really she couldn't take me during that time. I asked my dad. He was super busy with work. And, you know, my cousins at the time when, you know, when we were cool, they they offered to take me so we fucking you know we got into the into the car we went all the way down to sunset place amc if you're from miami you know exactly what the fuck i'm talking about amc sunset place is probably my favorite movie theater in miami besides uh lejeune cinema six or dolphin mall but you know amc sunset place always played all the weird movies all the crazy movies either that one or amc mall of the americas if you know what that is big ups big ups to you like brownie points whatever the hell you want to call it bro you got you're good in my book if you know what that is anyway so you know we get to the theater man and it's you know, it's a very special experience at the movies watching Grindhouse because it's something that I've never experienced before. Like I have experienced when I was younger, like double features, scary movies and stuff like that. But it wasn't like 
it wasn't that special to me. You know what I'm saying? Like when I went to watch Grindhouse, it was an event. You know, we went, I think it was a Sunday super early we went we packed you know like i said we got there and you know i'm sitting in the theater and i'm just blown away by planetary blown away by death proof but this is the good part i'm obsessed with the trailers i love machete i love thanksgiving i love all of them i think one of them was called don't i, lo I love them all and i remember it was like a three i have it in front of me here it was three hours and 11 minutes. My cousins were not expecting that. And they were pretty much bitching the whole time about how long it was and that they wanted to go home. And I was like, nah, you're fucking staying here. And we're finishing this shit, the whole thing, the whole experience. And I'm glad that I made them do that, man, because that's an experience that I'll hold, you know, in my book of memories when it comes to movie theater experiences forever forever it was awesome man it was insane going you know doing a back-to-back -back with the fake trailers the music the vibe it just felt like i was in a time machine bro like it during that time of the grindhouse era and obviously one of the fake trailers <laughs> in grindhouse was fucking thanksgiving now thanksgiving dude it's one of my favorite fake trailers of all time and, you know, we waited, I looked it up today, we waited 16 fucking years, man, to get this movie, to get the movie that Eli Roth presented us in 2023. And man, I don't know about you guys, but if you look back from 2007 to today, man, at least for me in my life, I've experienced so many different things. Dude, I've, I've gone through, you know, tremendous accomplishments i've gone through tremendous loss and 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 trauma and and you know and 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 it, it's been a long long journey to get to this movie now i know that i'm going like off the off the script a little bit talking about it but it's the thing you know i was sitting down in my living room with my dog and with paula and I was just so thankful, man, because, you know, if you go back to 2000, 2007 to today, it's just, it's been so many things that have happened in those 16 years to get to this moment. It's like I was this young kid that was obsessed with horror movies and he did whatever it took. He took, a, he catched a ride with any friend, any family member, whoever the hell had a car, I would jump into it if they would take me to the movies to now where I have my own car and I have my, you know, my couch, my big TV that I fucking bought with my, with my own money, the big TV that when I was a little kid, I dreamed of that I thought I'd never have, you know, and I had a TV like the one that you see right here, like this two, this super tiny TV forever. And then I upgraded to like a normal TV, you know, it's just things like that, man, to be thankful for and grateful for. Because life, you know, life is short, but it's also really fucking long. And just the journey to get to the actual film, I found it to be insane. And I'm, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get to the review. I just wanted to share that with you guys because, man, it's crazy when you really think about it. Like, if you really think if, you know, obviously, if you're a big horror movie fan like me and you love grindhouse if you really think about when you first saw grindhouse if you had the pleasure of seeing it at the movie theater or if you you know if you saw it on dvd or whatever it was if you think back to that time and you look at the 16 years that have passed 
to get to where we are today to get this fucking this movie it's pretty crazy like if you look at those two timestamps, 2023 and 2007 it's insane the amount of shit that we've all probably have been through as horror movie fans to get to this point but you know what fuck it man we're, we're running on time okay so long story short sorry about that i'm a little bit sick um thanksgiving dude i mean everything about the movie i really th- fucking enjoyed man so the beginning of the movie i can say that eli roth is probably one of the only fucking directors out there that can make black friday seem like a battlefield it can make it seem like saving private ryan type shit like he really has a gift with making tension build up really fucking bad, especially with me. Like, you know, back in the day, I really wasn't an anxious person. Give me one second. Taking a little bit of a swig. Um, you know, back in the day, I really wasn't a, a, um, an anxious person or anything or a paranoid person or anything like that. But, you know, given the trauma that I've been through recently in the last like two, three to four years, you know, obviously I have, get, you know, gained more anxiousness and a little bit more of paranoia and stuff like that. But it's just that the way that he filmed it, that Black Friday scene is insane to me because it's just building up it's just so many people so many extras that were just lined up on the barricades and and it was like back in the day like i don't know if you guys remember back in the day the fucking black friday where it was just like this all-out brawl where you had to like fist fight a karen just to get a fucking toaster or a tv or whatever <laughs> but man it was like that you know and he captured that shit perfectly bro perfectly and do the beginning just the big sorry about that just the beginning scene itself is in fucking scene to me because people just start dying during this black friday scene like some some fucking lady gets scalped with the shopping cart some other dude like um because the thing is that the crowd bashed through the fucking doors of this store right and the glass was kind of like cut sideways and this dude cuts his neck and he's like running to the fucking toaster or the waffle maker whatever the fuck it was (laughs) and then like he's grab, he's he's literally dying he's passing away with the (laughs) gun with the fucking waffle maker in his hand and then the beauty of it is the fact that eli roth knows how to play with modern take like modern society tropes which is some fucking white bitch comes up and grabs that shit out of this dying man's hands like all this wild shit is going on and i'm like super like oh shit like what the fuck is gonna happen and then finally you know fucking the sheriff has to just shoot a shot in the air to get everybody to shut the fuck up and then boom credit fucking big thanksgiving logo with the blood amazing amazing now i will let you know i do i love this movie i loved it i thought it was great but the only nitpick that i was telling paula i wish that he would have done it in that 70s grimy look like how he did with the trailer i know that it's going to appeal to a bigger audience if you do it more modern and he did he did make it feel like modern but with an old twist because there were some scenes with like instagram and stuff like that but it wasn't the big the big main focus 
you know how like some movies have like the influencer and this and that it wasn't the main focus okay so the main focus wasn't the internet and like how everybody's techie and shit like it had that small town vibe you know it had a sheriff it had a diner not a lot of people were on their phone or on the internet in the movie so i thought that that was awesome because it made me feel like it was more genuine and it wasn't really like nitpicking that too much like it did nitpick it a little bit but you know it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be so let's get down to it man what else did i like about the movie the acting was really good um this dude from Grey's anatomy i, th I think he's from Grey's anatomy i swear to the sheriff what is his fucking name let me pull this up i got my phone out i don't give a shit it's been a while since I see you guys, man. I got I got to get this set up a little bit nicer, get a nice computer and stuff, and 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 then we'll talk, okay? <laughs> and then we'll talk. So let's look, let's go to the cast. Patrick Dem Demps Dempsey. I'm sorry if I fucking butcher your name, bro. I'm, I'm I doubt that you're watching this anyway, but let's see. Yeah, he's from Grey's Anatomy. I think he's like a doctor, a nurse, or something like that from Grey's Anatomy. He did really good, man. The thing is that. If you remember my review for Scream, I, I really liked the last Scream that came out. That was pretty cool. But this fucking cop at the end was so fucking obnoxious, bro. He was so stupid. Like, it was just ridiculously bad. But this sheriff, like, it's obvious if you're, if, you know, I'm, I'm, spoiler alert. I'm just going to hit spoiler. It's big, like, spoiler alert. You know, it's the sheriff. But, you know... At the end of the day, like, I knew it was him, but the thing is that, you know, at least he wasn't so fucking stupid about it, like in Scream. It's just that in Scream, dude, it, it was just so corny. It was really corny. So, whatever, you know, he did great. Everybody did a great job in the acting. I, I really have no complaints with anybody in the movie when it comes to acting. I think everybody did a pretty good job. You know, don't expect fucking Oscar performances, guys. This is a fucking slasher. You know the formula. You know what's supposed to happen. You know how the acting's going to be. And you know what? The acting wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed it. So, um, the kills. I love that you know, the brutality of it. I love that there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of gore. They did not hold back with the language either. Like, they dropped a fuck. They, f they said fuck I don't know how many damn times. And I loved it because it was rated r i'm like damn finally a movie with some balls people say fuck man like people actually curse and shit so you know i, I genuinely love the kills um my favorite kill <laughs> i think it's two of them i think my favorite kill obviously is going to be the oven when they put that the st i think she's a stepmom i think they put the stepmom in the oven they cook her and then they put her on the on the damn table that was fucking insane that was fantastic it was super cool super like wacky and crazy and like you know typical slasher shit like it's just left field as fuck like you're not expecting it. i love that you know i love it so it was great um the other kill that i really enjoyed too actually okay let's say okay it's three i, I do love three kills from this movie that one I love the trampoline kill because it reminds me of the, the original trailer, you know, when the chick is like butt naked on the trampoline and then the knife comes out and then boom, right on La Dota, just on La Dota, just blah, blah, and La Dota, cuchillo y la mata para la pinga, bro. In the movie, obviously, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't fucking chop her, cho her chocha, her pussy, you know, he doesn't touch the lips, but, you know, like she just falls on the knife a bunch of times on the trampoline, super cool, 
innovative, different kill. Now, if some fucking Giallo movie from the 70s did it that I haven't seen, don't bitch at me in the comments about it. I don't give a shit, okay? I didn't see it, my bad. Fucking sue me, bro. Wouldn't be the first time I get sued. Anyway, so third kill that I love actually is another one that reminds me of the... Of the original trailer, man, is when the dude is dressed like the turkey and then he gets his fucking head chopped off in the parade. Brilliant. I love the fact, Eli Roth, if you ever watch this, I doubt you will, but if you see this, thank you so much for bringing the trampoline kill, for bringing the fucking turkey and the parade kill. Like, I genuinely fucking respect that because that's what we were looking for. You know, like you did that fake trailer and when you say that you're going to make a movie from a fake trailer, we're expecting the scenes that we saw that we loved so much back in 07 to be in the new one and i'm glad that he did it bro because it was genuinely fucking badass what else did i like um i like that they they implemented instagram and stuff like that but it was so subtle that it worked it was like oh i got tagged oh man i got tagged too that's it it's not a big deal. They didn't like make the whole movie about like Instagram and all this bullshit about like TikTokers going off and and dancing and shit or like or like Bevo swallowing food without chewing and and all this bullshit. It was just genuine like oh shit I got tagged. I like that. Um the story it's pretty funny. I'm I'm not going to lie, man. Like the thing is that if you're walking into this movie thinking that it's going to be like this dead fucking serious horror movie, you have to take this movie with a grain of salt, my bro. I mean, think about it. The the opening scene is <laughs> is a Black Friday that went wrong. People died and then a year later John Carver comes, right? The serial killer, the the slasher icon which dude, I, you know, we'll get into that now, but you know John Carver comes a year later, you're just like, you know, because you fucked up my Black Friday a year ago, I'm going to fucking kill all of you motherfuckers and put you in a big Thanksgiving table and shit. I love it, man. It's stupid, it's wacky, it's crazy. It's a slasher movie. That's why I love slasher movies, man. It's crazy. So I mean, John Carver, does he have what it takes to be a horror icon? I think he does. I think he does. Now, if Eli Roth is willing to make more Thanksgivings, which I, I don't know, man. I doubt it. The only reason I think he would do it is because he made more than one hostel. Let me double check that. Before I get people bitching in the co he only made part one, or he only made part two, but part one and part two, but did, did, did. like, shh, my God, bro, so fucking butthurt, bro. The weebs, the weebskies, the weebskies. <laughs> don't get me wrong, guys. Like, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I have some some weeb, you know, some weeaboo in my blood and shit. But bro, like, some of you guys are like so on point with the fucking details, and then you bitch if I say something wrong, and so I'm like, you know, my God, bro. Hostel Part 2. All right, who did Hostel Part 2? Eli Roth. Okay, so he did Part 1, Part 2. What about Part 3? I don't think he did Part 3. Did you? Did he? No, he did not. Okay, so, so he did Part 1 and Part 2 of Hostel. So that gives me hope that if he does more than one thanksgiving i think he'll stop it at two 
unless he makes an like extreme amount of money in part two because people really liked part one then i think maybe he'll go down the line with a part three but i, I mean i think i would like to see just one more because i really like the character i love the mask especially when it's burnt at the end when he was cooking that <laughs> the the karen the rich karen when he was cooking her up and then he puts the mask on top of the um on top of the oven and then it gets burned dude that's such a sick look for the mask it kind of reminds me of the mask from hellfest i loved it man i love that mask and, and obviously the hat and with the all black outfit and the way that he holds the axe and shit it's just it's unique but obviously it's you know there's tons of references in the movie like i got a reference at the very end of you know friday the 13th i have references of you know obviously michael myers references of my bloody valentine this was a very my bloody valentine style of movie like it felt like my bloody valentine but a little bit better i'm talking about the remake though i love the remake of my bloody valentine but this kind of gave me the same vibe so that's the type of slasher movie you're dealing with even the ending when <laughs> the ending happens that you know they blow up the the warehouse right and you know the sheriff's in it and then at the end they're like we couldn't find anything in the we couldn't find anything in the warehouse man and then they just fucking pan to a firefighter for no reason like they just zoom in on a firefighter just walking out i'm like okay so he pulled up my bloody valentine like he got the you know he got the outfit and then he fucked off but then at the end nothing happens like he comes out of the closet and then he grabs the girl but then it's a dream so it's like okay i think he might be revving up for a part two and i'm all for it man so without i mean i already spoiled it but <laughs> i mean not not without spoilers but you know genuinely the writing is good it felt real like these teenagers they felt genuine it, it didn't feel forced like the you know obviously the chemistry between the friends was really good i thought it was really genuine i felt like i was seeing real teenagers like you know that's how they talk and shit and oh one character that i love is the is the heavy metal guy oh he's awesome he was talking about like ozzy osbourne black sabbath and dio and all this shit and he gives him like a gun and like super cool guy bro super cool guy um but yeah, the writing was pretty good. Cinematography was good too. Um, the kills were solid. I think the kills were completely solid. I think we had plenty of kills. They were very gruesome, very bloody, very... You know, some of them were creative. And, you know, obviously it has that nostalgic factor, like how, how, how I was talking about at the beginning. You know, you go back to 07, you know, Grindhouse. I don't know how old my audience that's watching are i'm 31 so i don't know how old i was back in 2007 but i was pretty young and i just remember seeing that trailer and saying man that would be a fucking cool movie with all of them you know i love machete bro i love the machete movies because it's just ridiculous you know it's just the type of movies that i like so guys ladies and gentlemen that is my review of thanksgiving i uh, i i really fucking love this movie if you guys like slasher movies if you saw the original grindhouse and you thought that was going to be a cool movie you know what it is man i thought it was pretty cool i genuinely th um think it might land on my best list 
for 2023, which I will be coming out with soon. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody because I have been seeing the influx of, you know, viewers and comments and likes and stuff like that. Thank you so much to anybody who watches the show, who likes, subscribes, who shares it, who does anything, you know, with the show. I genuinely appreciate every single one of you because honestly, man, you're just, I'm just a dude that grew up loving movies my dad would take me to the movies all the time and and you know this is my passion bro i just love talking movies i love just spitballing and and, and talking shit about them and, and, and having a good time and hopefully my opinion you know it you know helps you out with if you want to see a movie or not so honestly from the bottom of my heart thank you so much guys and like i said sorry that i was gone so long i was just busy with life work and a whole bunch of other shit so you know hopefully i can crank out the you know, the ending of 2023, which is the best and the worst. I do have my list ready. I just got to film it. And we have some other movies. I mean, some other movies. I mean, we do have some other movies coming out now in 2024 that we have to talk about. And we'll do a video about that as well. So remember that we do have merch, guys. If you want to go to the merch store, it's in the link of the video. It's going to be in the link of my Instagram for the show. Sit down, rewind. Remember that we also have a Patreon. We have a Facebook we have a Twitter. We have everything, dude. Anything that you can think of, a TikTok. We have everything. Make sure to follow us on everything so you can, you know, always stay up to date. I like posting memes sometimes or just random videos. Best way to get in contact with me if you ever want to be a guest on the show or if you just want to, you know, just hit me up and, and, and chit chat or talk shit about a movie. It's the best way to get in contact with me is going to be Instagram. So it's just go to sit down, rewind pick the the one with our logo and then you can hit me up there so like i said guys thank you so much this has been a helito with sit down rewind we're back baby 2024 is a big year for us be careful because we're coming for you all the podcasters all the people out there we are coming for you trust and we're coming in hot because we ain't fucking around this year we're going full throttle with it so thank you so much for watching dale